This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Stranded again on Southwest. So far stressful. It's not been fun. Navy engineer accused of espionage. Charged with trying to pass nuclear submarine secrets. Changes today for teenagers on social media. Facebook sees that it is in a lot of trouble. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. One thing you don't want to be this morning, a Southwest passenger. The airline is winding up the holiday weekend with major travel disruptions. More than 1,800 flights have been canceled since Friday. Correspondent Errol Barnett is at Reagan National. It's uh, not a great end to a good vacation. Long lines snaked around airport terminals as passengers rushed to rebook unexpectedly canceled flights on a busy holiday weekend. We've been on the phone. I think we're on hold for like three and a half hours now. Southwest says air traffic control and weather-related challenges caused cancellations of nearly 2,000 flights. But the FAA responded saying its staffing shortages ended Friday. Industry expert Henry Hardevelt. Southwest is trying to blame the FAA, air traffic control systems. It's like saying the dog ate my homework. Southwest is clashing with its pilots union over the federal vaccine mandate. Swapper filed a lawsuit on Friday but denies it organized a so-called sick out and says there were many operational difficulties due to management's poor planning. What I've heard is there are some rogue pilots who are anti-vaccine. They are not showing up for work. Southwest's absolute meltdown doesn't bode well for Thanksgiving or for Christmas. A massive storm in the Midwest isn't helping. Parts of Texas and Oklahoma have been slammed with hail the size of golf balls and wind gusts of more than 80 miles an hour. More than a dozen tornadoes have been reported. CBS's Maria Villarreal is in Cuita, Oklahoma. The tornado ripped through this school right behind me. The AC unit is off the roof. It is now sitting on the ground. Not too far from here, a convenience store was also hit by the same tornado. Debris was scattered. 
scattered all over their parking lot. Fortunately, right now, what we understand is no injuries have been reported just yet. But there was another tornado that hit not too far from here. That tornado brought destruction to the town of Anadarko. Several homes were damaged, and the storms led to flash flooding in residential neighborhoods. A Navy engineer is accused of trying to sell U.S. nuclear submarine secrets to another country. But it turned out Jonathan Toby was dealing with an undercover FBI agent. Correspondent Catherine Herridge is at the Pentagon. According to the criminal complaint, an undercover agent paid Toby thousands in cryptocurrency in exchange for information about the U.S.'s Virginia-class nuclear-powered attack submarines. Toby was arrested Saturday in West Virginia, along with his school teacher wife, Diana, who prosecutors say was acting as a lookout after he allegedly went to a secret location and left a memory card with restricted data. Toby is accused of telling the FBI agent that memory card would be hidden in a plastic bag between the slices of a peanut butter sandwich. Facebook and Instagram are introducing new features today aimed at protecting young users. One will encourage teenagers to take breaks from social media. Another aims to steer them clear of content that could harm their mental health. CNET's Ian Schur. In a lot of ways, these ideas, in particular trying to nudge teenagers away from negative content on Instagram, is answering a lot of the frustrations people have been expressing over the last few weeks about its service. But what it doesn't do is the thing that many of its critics have been asking for, which is more transparency. Last week, a whistleblower called for changes during testimony on Capitol Hill. Younger children are expected to be approved for COVID vaccines sometime between Halloween and Thanksgiving. It's raised the level of debate among parents. CBS News Deputy Director of Surveys Jennifer DePinto with the results of our new poll. 37% of parents with kids ages 5 to 11 would vaccinate their children against COVID-19. But we find just as many, 35%, who say they won't get their children vaccinated. This morning, Merck filed an application with the FDA for emergency use approval for the first pill to treat mild to moderate COVID cases. A late-stage study showed it cut the risk of hospitalization or death by about 50%. Officials in Orange County, California, say it's safe to go back into the ocean a week and a half after a 25,000-gallon oil spill. Beachgoer Alex Chaffetz. We're out here on the beach, and we've got all these guys with hazmat suits on. And I don't know what they're doing out here because the beach is beautiful, the water is beautiful. Just not seeing any oil, thankfully. Officials say water quality tests at Huntington Beach show no detectable levels of toxins. They believe an oil pipeline there was damaged by a ship's anchor as much as a year before it ruptured. A win for Prince Andrew in his legal battle over claims of sexual assault. Scotland Yard officials had said they would examine the accusations that the Queen's second son sexually assaulted the then underage Jeffrey Epstein accuser Virginia Giuffre, famously declaring no one is above the law. I understand they did speak with Giuffre, but have now decided to take no action, meaning no criminal charges are likely to be filed against Prince Andrew here in the UK. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Police in Georgia say they've made an arrest in the case of an officer shot to death on his very first shift with the Alamo Police Department. The State Bureau of Investigation's Natalie Ammons. Officer Dylan Harrison was 26 years old of Dudley, Georgia, and leaves behind a wife and a six-month-old baby. She says the suspect, Damian Anthony Ferguson, ambushed Officer Harrison in retaliation after an associate was stopped for a traffic violation, tasered, and taken to jail. Three U.S. space scientists share this year's Nobel Prize for Economics. David Card's focus, labor economics, Joshua Angrist and Guido Imbens, 
analyzing relationships. The first ever fall marathon steps off in Boston this morning. It was canceled last year because of the pandemic and postponed in April because of rising COVID numbers. WBZ's Carl Stevens is in Hopkinton. Here at the starting line, there's a light breeze. It blows an American flag which waves above the stretch of pavement that I'm looking at where thousands of runners are going to take off for Boylston Street later this morning. There is a chill in the air. It feels like springtime, but the calendar says it's October. The field of runners has been cut by 36 percent. Organizers say about 95 percent of participants are vaccinated. Don't blame this beetle for busting up the Fab Four. CBS's Monica Ricks explains. Let it be, let it be, let it be. Paul McCartney is not taking his own advice because for the first time ever, he's clearing up a decades-old rumor about who broke up the Beatles. McCartney tells BBC Radio it was John Lennon who said the band couldn't work out in 1970. And apparently, Yoko Ono was one of the reasons Lennon wanted to move on. He says the couple was busy going to peace protests around the world and writing their own material. His interview is set to air in two weeks. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Admiral Kirk will have to wait a day before he blasts off. Space, the final frontier. Star Trek actor William Shatner's trip aboard a Blue Origin rocket has been postponed from tomorrow until Wednesday because of bad weather in Texas. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.